motherhood, and work. There isn't a right way or best way to juggle these, despite what you've heard or been told. No, really, there's not. Part-time work has been the best fit for me and my family, but it's tough to navigate any gray area of motherhood when you don't fit neatly in a box. My name is Tiana Fesh, and welcome to the Part-Time Jungle Podcast, where we are going to build conversation and community around swinging motherhood and work in a way that works best for us and our families. No matter your path, it's an adventure with highs, lows, and in-betweens. Let's explore together. Welcome to the Part-Time Jungle Podcast. Thank you for joining us. I'm so excited to be here with our guest today. Amber Pavey is a mom of three children and an educator with a specialty in mindfulness education. She helps individuals of all ages learn to press pause and empower themselves with mindfulness. I know that her insights about the benefits, practices, and the current research of mindfulness practices to reduce stress, create connection and foster more ease will be especially valuable given our current circumstances. Thank you so much for joining me today, Amber. Thank you for inviting me. And I just wanted to share a little bit more about you. So after studying and utilizing mindfulness to support her own well-being, Amber began sharing it with friends, family, and the students in her classroom. After successfully implementing mindfulness strategies and practices at home and within her classroom, she felt these resources needed to be more readily available to students, teachers, and parents everywhere. Our schools, workplaces, and homes need these tools more than ever. Amber completed the Mindful Schools Essentials Program, along with the Mindful Educator Year-Long Certification Program, which is a 300-hour intensive year-long program that has been designed for educators and school leaders who are passionate about transforming their schools and skillfully growing the impact of the mindfulness education movement. Amber is now sharing her knowledge with individuals of all ages in public and private settings through her business, Present Possibilities. So Amber, we are in the midst of some incredibly stressful and uncertain times with everything that is happening with COVID-19 and with all of the big changes in the way that we work, play, live our lives and interact with each other. Mm-hmm. So we hear this term mindfulness and I would say more and more often now, but what exactly is mindfulness? Well, that's such a great question because you're right. It's uh it's kind of a trendy term these days, right? We see it on grocery store uh, magazines and aisles and all sorts of stuff in our social media uh, profiles and whatnot. And, and really, for me, what mindfulness means is the ability to pause, the ability to uh, really narrow my focus. So it's uh, and also a practice of choice. So Really, it's about choosing where my attention is at any given time or place uh, and really intentionally placing my my focus on what I choose to focus on. So that might be something as simple as the sound of the chickadees in the trees when I'm out for a walk, you know, or the, the subtle sound of the clock ticking, you know, an analog clock. 
um, or perhaps just right now um, where we live, you know, spring is upon us. And so there's a lot of snow melt that's going on. So really just focusing and listening on to the, the sound of snow melting and the dripping off the rooftops and such. So it's really um, about narrowing our focus and choosing our focus so that we can calm ourselves and balance our nervous systems and, uh, and really reduce stress is the goal. Well, that definitely seems fitting given yeah. all the stress and anxiety many of us are experiencing right now. So I'm curious then what are some of the ways that mindfulness can be used to create a sense of ease? So for children and adults during anxious and uncertain times such as these, but just in general as well. So there's a, the, one of the reasons I love mindfulness so much is because you can really do it anywhere. Um, anywhere, anytime, at any age is what I say. Uh, and it really only takes a few moments to, to reset our nervous systems and create some balance and ease. So there's formal mindfulness practices where you know we see the images of people sitting on a beach meditating or you know on their meditation cushion and things like that. And I definitely have a formal meditation practice. But there's also lots of really beautiful informal practices that we can do. So, um, you know, mindful coloring uh, or working on a puzzle is incredibly mindful, believe it or not. Uh, doing the dishes can be incredibly mindful. Uh, a walk, you know, uh, listening to music. There's, there's lots of informal ways that we can support ourselves and support each other. Um, with these tools and I always encourage folks to find what resonates for them so maybe right now is not the time to start a formal mindfulness practice or a formal meditation practice because it's just too daunting of a task right now with all the other stuff that we've got on our plate right but it might be a really great time to you know, practice it when you're out on a walk with your family, because that seems to be our number one source of entertainment these days, yeah. right? Um, you know, and, and we're playing a game, you know, even just playing a game with your children can be an incredibly uh, mindful opportunity. Uh, I'm, a, I'm an educator, so for me, I always go back to story. I love the power of story. So cuddling up on the couch um, with your loved ones and reading a story out loud has profound impacts on the nervous system. You know, our nervous systems align with each other. They mirror each other. There's a lot of research that shows how this happens. It's, it's pretty incredible. Um, and just simply noticing how you feel after having cuddled up on the couch with your loved ones, having shared a story, it's incredibly calming and resetting. Um, so there's formal, there's formal things that we can do, but there's, there's a lot of really beautiful informal practices that we can use right now to support us. And I love those examples because I think sometimes the image people have in their mind is that more formal approach. Right. And for many people that just doesn't seem like something that they could easily grasp perhaps. And I love the examples that you shared because those are so accessible um, and they could very easily be incorporated into our day-to-day -day and the things that we're doing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's that, that really that's the objective for me is to 
to help myself and my family, but also others in a way that is most supportive for them and accessible for them. And it looks different for everyone, right? And so um, really honoring what's true for you is, is what's most necessary. So just like you said, you know, establishing a formal meditation practice right now is maybe not, <laughs> not the best option, but there's so many other things that, that we can do to support ourselves and others. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we just, I think a lot of people are feeling they have so many things on their plate in a way because life has changed so much. Yeah. With kids not being in schools and changes in, you know, people's experiences with their job. Um, There's a lot of stress and uncertainty and, you know, taking that moment to sit and read a book together. Mm-hmm. really can be a good thing for everyone. Or as you said, playing a game or going for that, that more mindful walk. Those mm-hmm. all sound like great things to do just for our overall well-being. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, and I know that you have partnered with Karen Sadler. Yes. And she's a collaborative change coach. And together you are offering a free weekly wellness program. So I was wondering if you could share a little bit about what this program is all about and also how people might be able to get involved. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for asking. So Karen called me last week um, after seeing a video that I had posted online and she said, have you thought about doing, you know, videos or guided meditations for people right now in the midst of all this? And I said, well, actually I did. I just signed up for a Zoom account. And she said, well, you know, do you want to collaborate? You could come up with something because Karen is an incredible coach. Um, and and we're, both, we're both former classroom teachers. So there's just this beautiful synergy there. Um, and we're both very passionate about, about wellness in general and, and living well. So we quickly <laughs> came up with this very organic uh, plan for folks. And it's at this point, it's a free weekly wellness program, uh, which consists of two offerings each week. So on Mondays, folks will receive uh, in their inbox, uh, guided mindfulness practices, tips and tools, and a guided meditation um, that I will lead. And then on Wednesdays, there's an opportunity to connect via Zoom um, with with our community. For anyone who signs up, Karen will be facilitating a live um, group coaching session. Um, And so it's it's just really an opportunity for folks to connect in a way um, that is new for, for many of us and reach out. Uh, and learn, we can really learn from each other, I feel like, in in these trying times, right? And Karen and I just wanted to offer our support in the best way that that we know how. Um, and so really, that's, that's really what this program is. So if folks are interested in learning more or signing up, it's really just as simple as heading over to my website, which is at www.presentpossibilities.ca. And once they're on the site, a little pop-up should show up right away and they just have to simply put in their name and email and they'll receive all the information to their, to their inbox. Yeah. That sounds like a wonderful opportunity. Thank you so much for sharing that. Of course. Um, and then also before we wrap things up, I was wondering if you had any final thoughts or words of wisdom for our listeners who are looking for some support and encouragement in navigating this challenging time with their families and maybe just 
as well sort of moving forward. Mm -hmm, exactly. So I would probably, well, I have, I have a few. <laughs> I'll try and keep it, keep it brief and, and narrow and very mindful. Um, but the, the term that comes to mind for me right now is really compassion, you know, self-compassion and compassion for others. Um, because right now, some, some folks are doing really well and thriving in this environment. And some folks are really struggling and having a really hard time. And um, there's a myriad of emotions that come with that from anger to sadness to terror. Um, and really, if we can just be in a space of compassion for ourselves and for each other, um, it eliminates a lot of the judgment uh, that can come with it and just creates a space to, to connect and really create a little bit more ease around all this uncertainty. Um, because at this point, things are changing so quickly. The really, the most mindful thing we can do is just take this one day at a time, one moment at a time, one step at a time, and just really do the next right thing, whatever that looks like for you, right? And what is right for you might be look different for me. Um, and so just having that self-compassion and, and really drawing on your inner wisdom, you know, what, what is right for me here? What is true for me? What do I need, right? How do I hold myself with compassion when things are feeling so uncertain and uh, in overwhelm and really just following that inner wisdom, um, and getting quiet with it, really allowing it, making space for it, I would say is, is the best thing that I can advise at this time. So, yeah. Well, I think that is so important and such a powerful message. Thank you. And I know the way that you're looking to support people right now is online. And I know in a perfect world, your preference is those yeah. in-person connections and that. Yeah. So, um, once things evolve, what, what is sort of your hope with the work that uh, you would like to be doing with kids and families and individuals? Yeah, so my, my passion is children and really people in general. I, I love working with, with anybody, really, any, any age. Um, but my objective with um, starting Present Possibilities, uh, mindfulness education is really to reach, reach children in schools um, supporting my colleagues, you know, other teachers um, who need these tools more than ever, I feel, um, and really supporting folks in the corporate setting as well, you know, to develop some new wellness tips and tricks and, and um, techniques to really thrive. Um, because as an educator, I feel, you know, reading, writing, arithmetic, those are all the basics, right, of, of good, solid education. And I really hold hold those um those things to be very true you know I love story and and um even math I've grown to love teaching math <laughs> I, I, I was not an excellent math student but I've grown to love teaching it but what I've come to discover is that while you know reading writing and arithmetic are all these beautiful basic skills that we need in life we really need the basics of living well as well and um you know, these are life skills just as much as, 
you know, learning to read is a life skill. Um, so reaching as many children as I can and people that are interested in, in developing and cultivating some new life skills is really what I'm all about. Well, and I think what you're doing now is going to be so incredibly helpful for many and just dealing with all that is happening and the different ways that people are experiencing that, but also moving forward. That's going to be a shift and an, and an adjustment. And I think um, having you support children in schools and individuals and workplaces or groups of people is going to be so incredibly valuable. So I so appreciate your expertise in the area. Yeah, well, thank you. I appreciate your time and this invitation and, and just your support. No problem. I appreciate yours as well. I'm so glad that you were able to be a guest today. So Amber, thank you so much for sharing your expertise on mindfulness with us. And I know you mentioned your website, but are there any other places that our listeners can find you to learn more about you and the work that you do? Yes, of course. So I have a couple of social media handles. Um, so on Facebook, folks can find me at uh, Present Possibilities Mindfulness Education with Amber Pavey. It's kind of a mouthful, that one. <laughs> and then on Instagram, it's just simply present and then underscore uh, possibilities. It's uh, a little more simplified. Uh, Wonderful. For, for Instagram, yeah. Well, I'll make sure that I include your contact information and your website in the show notes as well. Thank you. Yes, of course. And thank you again so much for joining us, Amber. This was so appreciated. Oh, I appreciate it as well. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to the Part-Time Jungle Podcast. I'm your host, Tiana Fesh. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Part-Time Jungle and on my website, www.theparttimejungle.com. I would love if you would subscribe to, rate, and review this podcast. Your feedback and support are so appreciated. See you next time where we will continue to explore the motherhood jungle together.